lost the subject. Eternal life is the life that God Himself has, is the life that makes Him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God. Thank you for your grace, your mercies. They are new every morning. Thank you. Right now, our hearts are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people. I will receive it as the truth of God. I will receive it as a better way. And they'll be transformed as your word abides in them. And they'll bring for much fruit for the word of God. And that grace and peace will multiply unto them. In Jesus' name. And the people said, Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. I was a witch. Lord. Are you fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit? Hmm? The fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Amen. Last week we were talking about fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I taught you how to be led of the Spirit. Can you remember? Can you remember? Let's go to that Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Let's go back there. Let's refresh your memory. Romans in chapter 8, verse 14. Are you there? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. As many as are led, they are the sons of God. And I, and I show you that that word, sons of God, is not just referring to children like technology. Amen. That we are the children of God, we are the technical of God. I said, he is referring to the matured sons. Amen. The Greek word is heels. Amen. Heels. It means the, the matured ones. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, as many as are many by the Spirit of God, they are the heels of God. They are the sons of God. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah. And, 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 and that's because, that's because not every child of God is led of the Spirit of God. You see? Some are still being led by the flesh. Amen. And of course, to show you that verse in First uh, Corinthians, where Paul said to them, he says, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Amen. He said, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, as unto carnal. He says, I filled you with milk and not with solid food. He says, because you were not able. He says, even now, as he was writing, he said, even now, you are not yet able. In other words, they were still carnal. Amen. They were still carnal. Hallelujah. I told you last year, I said, that's right, first Corinthians is milk. Amen. He says, I showed you with milk and not with solid food. And it's even now, okay, let's, let's just read it so I can refresh your memory. Praise God. Let's read some of you are looking at me now. Let's see if you know. First Corinthians. In chapter 3. First Corinthians chapter 3. Uh, let's just start from verse. Verse one. Let's take it from verse one. Verse eleven. Are you there? Are you there? Alright. This is a library. Could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Amen. He said, I, I could not, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. That means there's a way we talk to spiritual people, and there's a way we talk to those who are not spiritual. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this is Paul. This is the girl that was the Paul talking. Amen. He's talking to the church in Corinth. He says, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto canal, even as unto Nepius in past. Babes, babies. He says, I treated you like children. Praise God. Like on Wednesday, I'll show you some things on Wednesday. Those were, uh, they were around on Wednesday. In First uh, John. Amen. First John. You see, when, when you study scriptures, Amen. I want you to study your Bible. Let me see. You study your Bible. Study your Bible. Alright, thank you. Alright. When you study scripture, particularly the New Testament section, Amen. And I'm talking about uh, the epistles, Amen. The epistles. You mean the New Testament actually started in Acts, right? Not Matthew. Alright. So in the New Testament's uh, uh, day, you see that it's full of episodes, right? The letters. Now, you need to be careful when you study it because when the apostles write, they are talking to different sets of people. Amen. Uh, they talk to the children, the baby Christian, then they talk to the young ones. Then they talk to the pastors, the ministers. You see, so you gotta be careful to know who they are talking to 
at each time. Hallelujah. And it's funny, we're always we're talking about victory over sin. Amen. A wonderful brother asked a question, and he was talking about sin. And he said that the Bible says that, uh, um, you know, if we, if we, if we say we have no sin, we call him a liar. You see, because I was teaching them victory over sin, and I said that Christianity is a life without sin. Amen. I was teaching them that as Christians we don't sin. And I took that from First John in chapter 3. Amen. In verse 14. Hallelujah. But I just want to show, I want to just show you something. Okay. Amen. So I had to show him from First John that John, let me show you. Let me just show you so that you see, right? Let's go to First John. First John in chapter okay, chapter two. First John chapter two. First John is towards the end of your Bible. I don't mean Saint John's Gospel. I mean first episode of John. That's after Peter, after Second Peter. So First John chapter two. Verse, verse 12. First John chapter 2, verse 12. Are you there? Are you there? Okay, thank you. Okay, this is what John said. He says, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Next verse. He said, I write unto you fathers. Are you seeing that? First time, he said, I, I write unto you little children. That's the first set of Christians. Eh? Now he's saying, I write unto you fathers, because you have known in us from the beginning. Now, he's not referring to, listen, he's not referring to physical little children. Amen. Not referring to, it's, it's spiritual, it's spiritual, it's spiritual here. Amen. So you will be 40 years old, and you are little children. You understand? In spirit, you are little, you know. You're going on your spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a right unto you, fathers, because you have known him that's from the beginning. Amen. You see, it's talking about the fathers, those who have become fathers in the spirit. Amen. It's a right unto you, young men. You see, that's the third, the third class of Christian, right? I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Amen. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. When he continues again. Amen. So you see, John breaks it down. Amen. He tells us the different set of Christians he writes to. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the first thing he said about the little children is that your sins are forgiven you. Why? Because it is the little children that still have issue with sin. Amen. It is the little children that still sin. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is the little children that still sin. The fathers don't sin. Amen. The young men, the young men have, they have issue with the devil. <laughs> they are always fighting the devil. As <laughs> I, I said, they are not the young men because you have overcome the young one. <laughs> you see, they have issues with the devil. The 
some people they always, you know, <laughs> they are young men in space. Hallelujah. And so, did you catch it? Do you understand that? Yeah, thank you. Let's go back to First uh, Corinthians. Should we go back there? No, let's come back to Romans. Amen. So Romans chapter 8. Let's go back to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Hallelujah. So it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the heels of God. Amen. They are the matured. Amen. Hallelujah. They are the matured. And reminds me of the dear man of God. He went to see a lake. He went to see Lester Summer. And Lester Summer was a higher, a more, a father. A spiritual father. But before he became a spiritual father, uh, he went to see, he traveled to see Lester Summer. Amen. And when he was going there, he told his wife, he says, I'm going to find out just two things. He says, two things. I want to find out just two things. And if I can get the answer from Lester, from Lester Summer, my life will be made. If you can help me answer these two questions. Amen. So, as he got into the office of Mr. Summer, sat down, and Mr. Summer was busy doing some things. And he was, you know, sitting down, looking at Mr. Summer. And Lester is a man of God. Amen. And he, he is a man of vision. So, he knows what is in his mind. You see, by the Spirit, he knows what's in the mind of, of Curry Blake. Amen. So he says, To know the will of God, read the Bible. To be led by the Spirit, do the Bible. Hallelujah. And Curry was like, What? That's, 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 that's what I came for. Thanks to God, then. Praise the Lord. He came with that question. It was a question he wanted to answer before he could follow God. He wanted to be able to know how can I know the will of God? That people today say, How do I know what is God's will? It's so simple. He says, They know the, they know the will of God. What? Read the Bible. The Bible contains the word of God. Amen. The word of God reveals the mind of God. Reveals the will of God. Hallelujah. This is not the will of God. Read the Bible. Praise the Lord. We have Christians today that don't know the will of God. They don't know the will of God concerning marriage. They don't know the will of God concerning business. They don't know the will of God concerning prosperity. They don't know the will of God concerning sin. They don't know. They don't know. You know the, the class of Christians who will classify to, right? Amen. You go to the mother will of God. Just read the mother. It's there. It's there. The Bible is full of God's will. When you study the Bible, you will come to know God's will. God is not a mystery. 
Hallelujah. Amen. God is our mystery. If God is mysterious, you are not with me. No. God is our mystery. Not to the Christian. Not to the Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, I have not seen you are here, nor has he entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. He says, These things, these things, he reveals to us by his spirit. Amen. That's spirit. Hallelujah. So he reveals this thing to us by his spirit. Glory to God. And this is your year of fellowship with the spirit. Hallelujah. It's your year. Let me show you. I, I, I read something. I don't think some of you have been when I read that before. Let's go back to First Corinthians. First Corinthians and chapter two. Chapter two and verse six. First Corinthians chapter two, verse six. Hallelujah. Are you still there? Are you there? It is how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Hallelujah. You see, it's talking about the mature ones. Amen. These are the perfect ones. The fathers. Amen. It is we speak wisdom among the babes. That's why he said, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Amen. It says, among those who are perfect, those who are matured, it says, we, we can speak the wisdom of God to them. We can teach them the wisdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. See, the, the, the perfect or the mature doesn't mean you know everything. Amen. But it, it means you come to a certain level of maturity. Amen. You come to a certain level of perfection where you know the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. This is yet among how we receive wisdom among them that are perfect. It is yet not the wisdom of this world. Amen. Nor are the princes of this world that come to not. This is but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Hallelujah. This is we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. This is even the hidden wisdom which God ordained. Before the world for our glory, unto our glory. Amen. You see that God, God distinct something. You see, what I'm talking about is, I'm talking about the wisdom of God that God hears. This is a hidden wisdom. Hallelujah. That means no scientist can come to this understanding. Amen. It means that the Holy Spirit cannot understand, cannot come to this understanding. He cannot figure it out. Why? Because it is hidden. Amen. Even the demons cannot figure it out. Hallelujah. It's because when God hides something, He hides it. Only the Holy Spirit knows it. Hallelujah. Even the angels, they know it. Hallelujah. You see? Even the angels don't know it. Hallelujah. This is a hidden wisdom. That's why in Ephesians it says, oh, it says the church will teach angels. He says the church will make known the manifold wisdom of God to principalities and powers. We are the ones to teach 
angels. Oh, hallelujah! This is good stuff, amen! Imagine that you can teach angels. Imagine you can know what angels want to know. What glory? No one that says, What is man? What is man that you are mindful of him? What is man? You just don't understand. What is. You made him lower than angels. But yet you've crowned him in glory and honor. Hallelujah. Amen. This is even the hidden reason which God ordained before the world for unto our glory. He says, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, he says, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Amen. Did he know? Did he know what he was doing? He never did know what he was doing. When he put it in Judas to kill Jesus, he didn't know. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was digging his own grave. He didn't understand it. Hallelujah. He didn't understand it. There's a word that says, hey, you don't know the Bible. You see, the Bible, you don't even know the Bible more than you. Who even talk like that? Who talk like that? You see, Nara, who doesn't know anything? You know something that, uh-uh. If somebody is healed from angels in heaven, is it not the devil that will not know it? Praise God. Glory to God. Yeah, I know nothing. Glory to God. Now we are talking about we're talking about the judge second coming of Jesus. He cannot understand it. We are talking about second coming. We are saying something we are preaching the devil and the fallen angel. We can't still understand what we are saying. It is hidden from them. Hallelujah. When God hides something from you, hey come on, God created the devil. You know what? He created the devil. So he, he, he knows what he put inside his mind. He knows how intelligent he can be. Amen. Hallelujah. So he knows how to hide some things. Praise God. Haven't you read it? That when Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, that he appeared on the road with some people and he was talking to some of his disciples. Yet they could not know he was the leader of the one. It was hidden from them to see him. They were seeing so many they were talking to him. But they could not see he was Jesus. Hallelujah. Until he blew on them. And they're like, oh. And it disappeared. And they're like, wow. Was not our heart burning when he spoke with us? Because that's what happened when Jesus spoke to them. Something happened. Glory to God. Alright, let's continue. This is good stuff. Verse, it's nine. He said, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ill heard, neither has entered into the hands of man, the things which God prepared for them that love him. Hey, see, that was, that was what was prophesied in the Old Testament. Amen. That's what they said. He said, it is written. That was Old Testament. It was written concerning them. Next verse. But, amen. But, it's an interruption. Hallelujah. It's an interruption. But this is Hallelujah. But God had revealed them. These things that are hidden. Each heart. These things that were hidden from the eyes and the ears. These things. This is what God has revealed them unto us by who? 
our spirits. Glory to God. This is what the Spirit searches all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. He says, For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God know the man, but the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. He says, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. Glory to God. Amen. Verse 12. This is not received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know. So one of the ministry of the spirit of God, I already told you that the first time, the first, about one, two weeks ago. The Holy Ghost has come to teach you all things. Amen. That's, that's the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That's one of the fellowship of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To teach you all things. This is where I receive you. We have received the Spirit that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. You cannot know it without the Holy Spirit. Amen. Even though people are talking about it, there has to be a revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so hey, come on. Remember when Jesus was talking to you? He says, Who the men say that I am? And he says, Some say this, some say that. And you have to, Who do you say that I am? And we couldn't say anything. And Peter said, Caesar, this is your Christ, the Son of the Living God. Hallelujah. But what you say, is this flesh and blood had not revealed that to you, but my Father. There has to be a revelation of the Spirit. No matter how something is being said, Hallelujah. When he was there, he was talking to them. They could not still understand him. He had to, that is, he opened their minds to understand. He had to open it. It must be so also as we grow in knowledge, as we grow, you can only grow in knowledge when there's a revelation of the spirit. Amen. The spirit of God has to reveal something to you. Hallelujah. And, and, and my life has been wonderful because year after year have received so much revelation of the spirit. Hallelujah. Sometimes verses like I found it difficult years ago to comprehend, the Holy Ghost just opens my mind. You know, and I'm like, whoa, this is it. It's so beautiful when you have a revelation. You can rejoice and dance around. In the end, it's because you don't receive, you don't receive that revelation on your own. It's by the will of God. In the end, if God doesn't want you to receive that revelation, you will know it. So we thank God when we receive revelation. When something just pops up and we understand it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you still there? So we talk about the leading of the Spirit. Amen. The leading of the Spirit. And I said, uh, look at uh, St. John's Gospel, chapter 10, and what this was talking about, the Good Shepherd. He said that the Good Shepherd, the Good Shepherd, when he comes, the potter opens the door. Amen. And he says, He goes ahead of his sheep. And the sheep follow him. He said, They know his voice. They follow him. He said, The, the, the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. Amen. Because they don't know the stranger's voice. And I said, What is the voice of the Spirit? What's the voice of the Spirit? 
What's the word at me? Don't be nice in the spirit. The word of God, right? The truth, right? Yeah, the truth. There's the voice of the Spirit. Amen. There's the voice of the Spirit, the truth. The Holy Ghost speaks truth. <laughs> this speaks truth. That's the language of the Spirit. Hallelujah. He's called the Spirit of Truth. Amen. Remember? Jesus Christ said, I'll send you another comforter. Even the spirit of truth. He's the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. So, how can you hear his voice? This is truth. What does that mean? How can you recognize his voice? You can only recognize his voice, maybe, know the voice. You have to first know the voice. Amen. That means you have to first know truth. You have to first know what the word of God says. Amen. You have to first know the word. So we're talking about to be led of the spirit. You know, it, it's not an arbitrary meaning. Sometimes people say, "I feel led to." I feel led. It's not a feeling. Amen. Because the being of, of the spirit of God is not a feeling. Glory to God. Many people dwell in the realms of the feeling. I feel led to pray for you. Feeling led? I just pray for everybody. Amen. Read it out. It's really one of, I, I had some people who said, I, said, I want you to do this. I said, I don't feel led to pray for the person. You don't feel led? You find somebody who a prayer? You don't feel led? No. No. It's not a feeling of feeling. Oh, it's fancy when you need, need help. But you're waiting for a feeling. I don't feel like to give him anything. You don't feel like to give him something? No. You don't need to feel it. It's where I don't even touch you these kind of things before. <laughs> no, it's like I'm destroying some things, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. I said it's not a feeling. The Holy Ghost is not a feeling. The Holy Ghost is truth. Amen. It's truth. It's truth. Do you get a feeling? Sometimes you might get a feeling. Amen. Yeah. As a lot, sometimes you might get a feeling. But don't wait for a feeling every time. Hallelujah. You have the word of God. Don't wait for his feeling every time. The Holy Spirit doesn't give you a feeling every time. It's a baby that wants a feeling every time. No. You don't have a feeling. You don't have a feeling to do what is right. Amen. You don't need a feeling to do the will of God. Hallelujah. He says to know the will of God. He says read the Bible. Amen. Read the Bible. The Bible tells you the will of God. Amen. It's God's need to help people. Amen. It's God's need to help people. As many as He can. Hallelujah. So there is a way for a feeling to help someone. It's God's will to be loving. Hallelujah. 
It's God's will. It's good works. Hallelujah. It's good works. Every time you do it, it's good. God, you're blessed. You don't want to wait for a feeling. Let me check. <laughs> want to check. And sometimes we're supposed to take over. Because we're trying to do for feeling. Amen. We're trying to do for feeling. First you say, no, 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 don't do it. It says, you say, I don't, I don't get to leave. Praise the Lord. I like what Paul uh, said. He says, God already sent you a letter. Don't wait for a phone call. Hallelujah. He already sent you a letter. Why are you waiting for a phone call? I'm waiting for a word. A word. A mission. You know. You sent your letter. Hallelujah. See, see, that feeling don't come every time. Then it comes once in a while. That word becomes once in a while. But you ought to be led on the spirit every day. Amen. 24 hours a day. Hallelujah. And I tell you, he needs us with his word. You don't need to have a feeling. You don't need to feel like doing right. You don't need to feel like going to church. I don't feel like going to church today. No. I don't just feel like. <laughs> no. I don't just feel like doing everything today. I don't just feel like. You don't feel like? <laughs> No, what is my feeling? What does the word say? Amen. That's what you should ask yourself. What does the truth say? Amen. What does the truth say? Don't be waiting for a feeling. Do the word. Amen. To be led of the Spirit. Do the Bible. Do the word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You need to start this reorientation of your mind. Reconfiguring of your mind. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Are you hearing me? Are you still there? Yeah. And I said something. I said, this Holy Spirit speaks truth, right? This speaks truth. You know? Don't dwell in the realm of they're waiting for a voice or something. John says something. Go to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John. In chapter 4, let's have verse 1. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1. Are you there? Is it beloved? Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. What's he talking about? He says, try the spirits without the eye of God. He says, believe whatever spirit. But try the spirit without the eye of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Amen. You see, because some people want to believe what wanted to be led of the spirit, they get caught up with some wrong spirit. They get caught up with some wrong spirit. See? 
the street of the neighborhood, the fashion, the fashion, the street of the neighborhood, the street. The way the girl sitting should take it. Another person should take it. The street of the girl. The street of the girl said, you are my wife. Another person's wife. <laughs> He said, so I said you made a mistake. <laughs> he said, you are the one. I'm the one. I was supposed to pass that the you know. <laughs> He's there. Spirit of God. Mm. He says, believe not every spirit. Amen. And that means in your mind, whether it's really speaking in your mind, or it's speaking from another person. Amen. He was saying for another person that calls himself pastor, a prophet. Amen. So he says, believe not every spirit, but try every spirit. Where are they of God? Amen. He says, try every spirit where they are God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Next verse. Verse 2. He says, how be Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. This is every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. That's the number one criteria. You see, that's number one. Amen. That's number one. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus is come in the flesh is of God. What does that mean to you? First off, that rules out every other religion. And things like those other religions, Islam, whatever, that means that those religions are not of God. Amen. Yeah. That's just the first one. They are not of the spirit of God. Amen. Alright. Next verse, please. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And that is that spirit of Antichrist. Amen. You see that? You see, that is that spirit of Antichrist. Everybody, you see, it is Christ. Wherefore you have heard that it should come, and even now already it is, is it in the world. Amen. It is the word of the world. Next verse. He says, you have brought little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Are you seeing the context in which he said this particular verse? Look at the context. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, you are of God. He says, you are not. You have overcome them. Amen. You overcome them. These spirits of the Antichrist, he says you have overcome them. Hallelujah. You have overcome them. This is because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Then I say little children again. Little children that have this issue. <laughs> That's the next verse. He says, they are the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. Next verse. He says, we are of God. He that knows God heareth us. He that is not of God, he is not us. Yet my way we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Amen. Hallelujah. So here, we need to be very careful. 
You're going to be very careful. You see, when you hear something in your mind, you're going to judge it. You see, is this, is this consistent with truth? Amen? Is it from the school? If it's from the school of truth, then it has to be in line with the word of God. The word of God is truth. Hallelujah. The word of God is truth. So, you get any thought in your mind, or logic to do something, it, it has to be, for you to say it's the Spirit of God that is telling you to do it, it has to be from the Word. If it's not something that's scriptural, then it's not from the Word. You see, it doesn't have to be scriptural, it has to be truth. Amen. It has to be truth. Amen. Because when I always see something in scripture, I say, well, really. you know, it has to be truth. Amen. I said, Jesus said, if you need anything, shall not repent. Okay, let me take care of everything. <laughs> no. No. He said, if, if. He didn't say why they eat. <laughs> if. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he didn't give you, he didn't tell you to go and do it. That's how the devil tempted Jesus, right? He said, he said, he said, throw yourself down and, you know, it is written. He used a scripture. You see? He used a scripture. He says, throw yourself down for it is written. So you like written. Because the first time Jesus Christ said, it is written, man shall not be by the way. So he said, okay, you are written. I know it was written. <laughs> and again, he it is written. Man shall So the only shall bear you up. The only shall be against his own. And he said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. Amen. You see, he used truth. He used truth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, we're out of time. Alright. So, um, that's it. Okay. So, what we're saying is, better be careful, okay? Don't just, even if somebody else tells you something, you have to make sure it's consistent with truth. Amen. And the more you know the word of God, the more you'll be able to defend yourself. Amen. The more you know the scripture, the more you know truth, the more you'll be able to overcome the world. Amen. The more you'll be able to overcome the spirit of error. Amen. So you have to go for the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. We're supposed to go to First Corinthians 12. Uh, let's just start it. So that you see that... Uh, Paul is saying the same thing that John said. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12. We'll just close here. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Are you there? It says, Now concerning spiritual gates, brethren. I will not have you ignorant. Amen. So this is an important thing we should talk about. Amen. This is why are you ignorant? See, when the Holy Ghost comes into your life, when we will talk about that next week. Amen. But let's just proceed, right? You know that you were Gentiles, verse 2. You think you know that you were Gentiles, carried away under these dumb idols, even as you were left? You were left. Wherefore, I give you to understand. I like the way he says it. I give you to understand. Because that understanding would separate a lot of things. 
This is how I get you to understand that men speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse. And that no man can say that Jesus Christ is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Amen. You see, we say the same thing that John said. Hallelujah. You see, no man can, can speak evil against Jesus by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And remember, Jesus Christ is the truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. So, no man can speak against the truth by the Spirit of God. And the Word of God is truth. So, someone speaks against the Word, is speaking against the truth. So, you can't get the Spirit of God. Amen. You get that? And it goes, Hallelujah. Go ahead, just give him thanks. Give him thanks for the word. Amen. In the name of Jesus, what grace of God be unto you. What fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with you. In the name of Jesus, strength is yours. Victory is yours. Receive victory right now. In every area of your life, receive victory. Receive victory right now. In the name of Jesus. I command that sickness to go from you. I command that demonic oppression to leave in the name of Jesus. House in the name of Jesus. That you be made here right now. That you be made whole right now. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, I declare health. In the name of Jesus. I declare health right now. Yes. Walk in victory. Walk in prosperity. In the name of Jesus. Prosper in everything you do. Whatever you do, as you do, shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, God will give you ideas. Ideas in every area of your life. The participation of the Spirit will be with you. In every area of your life, divine visitations are yours. Divine visitations are yours. Even this week, you are receiving divine visitation. In every area of your life, in the name of Jesus, miracles are abound in your life. Your life is filled with divine interventions. Your life is filled with divine influences. You are full of the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, favor is yours. Walk in favor, supernatural favor. In every area of your life, everywhere you go, you have favor. In the name of Jesus, yes, the Lord is with you. The fellowship of the Spirit is with you. In the name of Jesus, protection is yours. Everlasting protection is yours. No weapon from against you shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, hallelujah. Give him thanks. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe that my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.
Alright. Most to me, most the sunshine. Eternal life is the life that God Himself has. Is the life that makes Him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.